Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. Are you a woman who's ready to excel in her career and her life? Are you ready to be a professional saleswoman by using your inherent qualities? Are you a woman who wants to be better prepared for a leadership position? Then you're in the right place. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman. It's about women in business, work-life balance, leadership, and current events related to gender communications. Be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman is your connection to women nationally, internationally, and globally. So get comfy and see what the buzz is all about. Find out more at www.sellinginaskirt.com. Now, your host, Judy Hoberman, on C-Suite Radio. You know, several years ago, I was invited to be a guest on a radio show. It was my first radio show interview, and I was so nervous. I had to drive to the station, put on headphones, talk into a microphone, and it was live. On my way there, I wondered whether I should be able to draw from this experience going forward, or was it simply something that I said yes to just because? Well, as I drove to the radio station, I challenged myself to decide whether my glass was half empty or half full. Should I turn around, which is really what I wanted to do, but that's not leadership-like, or should I forge ahead and march into the unknown? So I forged ahead. When I got to the studio, I listened carefully to the host's directions and his advice. I was instructed to remove my bracelets and my necklace so they didn't rattle, speak slowly and directly into the microphone, and have fun. It sounded rather doable. Now, I was told I would be on the air for 10 minutes. And while I was waiting, I listened to the guest that was before me, who spoke not only for her 10 minutes, but also eight and a half of mine. The producer informed me I would have just 90 seconds to speak. But after the show, he told me I said more in 90 seconds than other people said in 90 minutes. And he asked me back. And after my next visit, I was offered my own radio show. And my radio career was born. Now, meanwhile, I was given a recording of the first 90 seconds on air to use in my business, along with photos of me that I always use on all of my promos. But if that wasn't enough, the sound engineer just happened to be someone with major connections that led to my first book signing at Barnes & Noble's. My glass was more than half full, and I remain grateful that I didn't turn around during those fleeting moments of uncertainty. 
Being a leader doesn't mean you're exempt from doubt or from fear. You're human, after all. But leaders develop the discipline to manage their concerns and redirect to a grounded, positive mindset. Now, this isn't the time to beat yourself up or remind yourself that you aren't enough. It's a time to be kind to yourself and acknowledge that you are a work in progress, but what a masterpiece you are. Change your mindset, change your life. Now, I want to tell you a story about giving yourself permission to move forward and reminding yourself there's incredible things in front of you. It's called Regret City, and the author is unknown. So I got tickets to fly there on Wish I Had Airlines. It was an extremely short flight. I got my baggage, which I couldn't check. I chose to carry it myself all the way. It was loaded down with thousands of memories of what might have been. No one greeted me as I entered the terminal to the Regret City International Airport. I say international because people from all over the world came to this dismal town. As I checked into the last resort hotel, I noticed that they would be hosting the year's most important event, the annual pity party. I wasn't going to miss that great social occasion. Many of the town's leading citizens would be there. First, there would be done family, you know, should have, would have, and could have. Then came the I had family. You probably know Old Wish and his clan. Of course, the Opportunities family came, and then Missed and Lost would be present. The biggest family there would be the Yesterdays. There are far too many of them to count, but each one of them would have a very sad story to share. Of course, Shattered Dreams would surely make an appearance. It's their fault family would show up with their stories or excuses about how things have failed in their life. Each story would be loudly applauded by Don't Blame Me and I Couldn't Help It Committee. So to make a long story short, I went to this very depressing party knowing full well there would be no real benefit in doing so. And as usual, I became very depressed. But as I thought about all the stories of failures, it brought me back to my past. It occurred to me that this trip and subsequent pity parties could be canceled by me. And I started to realize that I didn't have to be there and it didn't have to be depressing. One thing kept going through my mind. I can't change yesterday, but I do have the power to make today a wonderful day. I can be happy and joyous and fulfilled and encouraged as well as being encouraging. So knowing this, I left Regret City immediately, and I didn't leave a forwarding address. Am I sorry for mistakes I've made in the past? Yes, but there's no way to undo them. So if you're planning a trip back to Regret City, please cancel all those reservations now. Instead, take a trip to a nice place called Starting Again. I like it so much that I made it my permanent residence. My neighbors are the Been Forgiven and the We're Saved are so very helpful. By the way, you don't have to carry around the heavy baggage anymore either. The load is lifted from your shoulders upon arrival, but don't take my word for it. Find out for yourself. Remember this, forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know before you learned it. We're gonna take a short break to thank our sponsor, Walking on the Glass Floor. And when we come back, you're gonna hear from my special guest who will share her thoughts about the importance of forgiving. This is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio, and we'll be right back. What happens after shattering the glass ceiling? You're now walking on the glass floor. Walking on the glass floor, seven essential qualities for women who lead is a timely and indispensable business guide for all women, whether you're moving out of a dorm room or moving into an executive suite. Introducing readers to the seven keys to success in business and life, Judy Hoberman brings her fresh voice, sales savvy, and thoughtful approach to each of the essential and most powerful leadership qualities. Written in her trademark no-nonsense glass half-full prose, Judy's blueprint for business teaches all women how to cultivate and strengthen key skills that will serve them in both business and life. 
uncover amazing qualities they already possess that will help them lead and succeed and harness universal leadership qualities to continue reaching their full potential. By providing authentic real-life case studies and inspiring quotes throughout, Judy fills each page with the timely advice women need right now. Walking on the glass floor is like having Judy Hoberman sitting right next to you as your business mentor, personal life coach, and best friend all at the same time. You can order your own copy of the book at walkingontheglassfloor.com. Welcome back to Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. Okay, time for my very special guest, Anna Holub. She teaches forgiveness and recovery from addiction as a counselor, author, poet, and educator. She holds a BA in Peace Studies and an MA in Dispute Resolution from Pepperdine University School of Law. As an expert in the field of forgiveness and reconciliation, she was honored as a champion of forgiveness by the Worldwide Forgiveness Alliance in 2018. She works with individuals, couples, at-risk families, hospice patients, and anyone who wants to recover from addiction. Her mission includes work with inmates in prison from San Quentin and with juvenile offenders. She has provided restorative justice, poetry, and peace education to incarcerated people since 2002. She's a frequent speaker on the essential role of forgiveness in various settings, including conferences on psychedelic medicines and restorative justice. Her books include Forgive and Be Free and The Edges Are Friendly. So welcome to the show, Anna. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Judy. Great to be here. Wonderful. Okay. So let's talk about the discussion of the day, creating a positive mindset. What do you think when you hear that? Well, I think about a lot of the things that you just mentioned about going to Regret City and then canceling the reservation. That is such a perfect way of looking at what is it going to take for us to get into a positive mindset. And it takes some inner choices. So we can't just blame everything on the world around us. And yes, there's definitely harsh things that happen and disappointments and and even violence that people do to each other. And I'm not minimizing that, but I also feel like at, at the most important part of who we are, we need to take hold of our ability to make a choice inside of ourselves to say, okay, I really want this suffering to be over. What am I going to do about it? So that's where the forgiveness comes in. And it is the best route to a positive mindset that I know of, which is why I have dedicated my professional life to teaching people about how to do it. Okay, so a positive mindset can change your life. That's what I'm hearing. And that's what I do believe. How important is it for somebody to? just sit themselves down, maybe with someone like you, and say, I need to rewind these tapes. Is that difficult to do? Or is it something that given time, like everything else, it takes time, you can do it? Well, you know, my way of thinking about it isn't so much that it takes time, but it takes readiness. Mm. If something happened very recently, and it's super raw, it may not be the right timing. But once we're ready, then it doesn't take a lot of time. All the time, I work with people in in two hours or less, and they can learn how to let go of even some very, very deep-seated pain so that we can have some positivity in our lives. 
I found that just focusing on, oh, well, I'm going to be positive now. But meanwhile, we have all this undealt with pain and sadness in our memories. We have to contend with it. We can't just jump over it. So that means we need to have a mechanism. We have to have a pathway so that we can let go of whatever it might be. And like the pity party part of what you were saying and all the thoughts that arise and particularly the regrets that we have about the things that we've done. Those things are so tender and they need our compassion and they need a place to be released. And that's what I teach people is just this very simple way of going, oh, I need to let this go. Where am I going to put it? How am I going to lay it down? And it turns out that that's a simple thing to do, but we need to be willing to do it. Yeah, it's like anything else, you know, like when somebody gives you a compliment, you have to be open to receiving it. Or if they offer you, you know, an opportunity, you have to be open to it. And a lot of times we're shut down because we don't either believe we don't deserve it or we're not worth it or whatever it is that we're trying to figure out. But when you talk about forgiveness and you talk about business and life and forgiving things, sometimes we regret things we didn't do, not just what we did do. So do you need to have a positive mindset to actually forgive yourself for the things that you regret doing or not doing? Well, I think what we need to have are some very, very basic inner qualities in order to get to the positivity that we want. One of them is trust. Because without trust that there's a place to head towards this positivity, we can't get out of the rut. Mm -hmm. We need to just lean towards it with trust. Then we need what I call how, H-O-W, honesty openness, and willingness. Because without those things, we're not going to get anywhere. So those are the kinds of qualities we need to have. And think about it. Everybody on the planet can have these qualities. We just need to choose to sit really deeply within them, become honest with what's going on. Where are those tender places like regrets of what happened or what didn't happen? And if we keep running that over and over again, perhaps since childhood, then, or even before, you know, then we're full up with these burdens. And some of them are personal and some of them are Mm -hmm. family dynamic burdens. And some of them are cultural and some of them are just being a human being on the planet. There's lots of layers, but that doesn't mean that we can't find relief. So we come with these qualities in order to get to the positivity. Positivity is already here, but how I look at it, and and this is an expanded version of forgiveness. It's not the traditional model that we learned probably when we were kids, like, oh yeah, you know, you just let it go and just let bygones be bygones. But how do we do that? Well, I have created a very simple step-by-step process Anybody can learn it. Once you learn it, it is free because it's in your own psyche. So we learn how to lay down the burdens that we've been carrying so that we don't really need to fix ourselves. That's not true. Who we already are is glorious and beautiful. It's just that we have these layers on top. So we just need to take the layers off. 
Let me ask you, this is a real serious question. Do you think that forgiving ourselves is the hardest person to forgive? Yes, I do. I feel Mm. like it's the most tender spot we're going to get to in anything that happens. Wow. And I found that for myself. And I found that working with people that usually when people come to me, they come to me about something that has happened, some kind of betrayal, something that they haven't been able to get past. They've tried all these other things. They come to me and they say, ah, you know, this thing happened with my ex-wife, my ex-husband, my brother, my mother, whatever it might be, right? And then when we get down deep into it, Yes, that that thing must have been awful and and I don't minimize the pain and yet when's it over? We get to decide. I'm done. I'm full up. I I've, I've done this enough. I've I've had misery enough. I'm ready to shift it. So that is very very powerful. And then underneath that is the deepest pain of all, which is the things that we're disappointed or angry or disillusioned about our very selves. And that's the tender spot. And it needs a lot of compassion and care. Interesting. Okay. So while I was snooping around on your website, you said something about which I thought was interesting. You wanted to resolve conflict and achieve peace since you were a child. And it was quite a conundrum. What does it look like when it's done effectively? Because that's two opposite ends of the spectrum. Resolving conflict and achieving peace? Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Right. There's so many levels to look at this because on a deep spiritual level, which we all, no matter what, whether we have a religion or a spiritual practice or not, doesn't really matter to me. What matters to me is that there is a connection that we mm-hmm. all have together. So on that level, the peace is already occurring. It is within the magnificence of who we are already. But yet, there's all these layers of conflict that are on top of that, usually for most people, because look around. I mean, we live in this world where it seems like conflicts are only growing in a lot of ways. So we need to have a mechanism to move through the conflict to get to return consciously to the peace. So they're very connected. And there are skills that we can have in dealing with each other, just like conscious communication skills, which is very, very important for a positive mindset. And that's us being in the world, working with other people, trying to make a good place to live. Then there's also within ourselves, the skills that we need to have to keep stripping off the layers that are not helping anymore, and they're just clogging the system. So to get to the clarity and the peace, we have to be willing to take off these layers. I I think of it like a striptease dance. You know, we're just taking off a veil, and then we're dancing around, then we're taking another veil off, and we're getting more and more naked before our true self. And it takes a lot of trust to do that. And it also brings in a lot of joy and inner strength and connection to other people. Wow. That's, that's very, wow. That's just a wow. It really is. So you have two degrees in the field of peace education. That is an an unusual degree to have. I would say that, you know, 
I have not come in contact with that before. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners haven't either. Can you describe what it is? Because it sounds so wonderful. It sounds like we should all be doing this. Yeah. Well, the ironic part, here's all this, these layers, right? I, when I was younger and I went to school, first I was in environmental studies and then I dropped out of school and I did all these kind of radical things. And, and then I came back to school and I thought, well, what do I want to do now? And I, I thought, I really want to be a force for peace on earth. So I went for peace studies. Now that was kind of a radical thing to do because how do you get a job in peace studies? There aren't that many jobs, right? And so then I went for a master's in dispute resolution because I was just deep into it and I was determined. And later on, I came into the forgiveness work. So I have been building this over time. However, I've had to forge my own way. I mean, I, I know a lot of what you do is for women and women's empowerment. And I got to say, there are times where I just wish that I had gotten some kind of job in social work, you know, like, <laughs> because then I could get an existing job, but I don't fit, you know, I don't fit with the background that I have. So I have to keep making my own thing and offering it to the world and saying, here's this thing that has so much value. And here I am. And let's heal together. So that's what we've done. I love that. And then one step further, you were chosen as a champion of forgiveness by the Worldwide Forgiveness Alliance. That is another, I mean, the things that you're doing are incredible to begin with. But then when you get recognized for something that feels like it should be something we do on a regular basis, and yet we don't. So congratulations on the prestigious award. Talk about being a champion of forgiveness. I mean, it's really global that it should be, that everybody should know about this. Seriously. I, I don't know why it's not something that's publicized more. Yeah. Well, thank you, Judy. And one of the things I'm learning, which I know a lot of entrepreneurs, especially women coming into our empowerment, we need to learn to market ourselves. And I'm in that boat too. And I'm totally humble and honest about it. Yes, I got this amazing award and I was completely shocked to get it. And when they called me to say, this woman called me, Jacinta Martin is her name. And she called me and she said, how would you like to be this year's champion of forgiveness? And I just burst into tears. I just, Mm. I had this wave of emotion come over me because to be honest, I really haven't gotten any awards before that. I, I just didn't, I was wondering, gosh, everybody gets awards, but what am I going to get an award for? And so. When it actually happened, it floored me completely. And I'm very, very grateful. And yes, this kind of inner work is something that applies to everyone. And we've got to want it. We've got to say yes to it. So there are a lot of distractions in this world, including all the pity parties that are possible. So my invitation is let's let go of all that and serve the earth. We really need to wake up and give the earth our full attention right now. This is essential. It's essential for our happiness and it's essential for our children and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren. I love it. Okay, so talk to us about your book, Forgive and Be Free, a step-by-step guide to release healing and higher consciousness. First, what made you sit down and write it? And second, what can we expect from this? 
Well, the book is the culmination of me working with people for many, many years. And it's true for a lot of people. Once we get a certain amount of mastery, we say, all right, well, I can't work with everyone personally. How can I get this message out to a lot more people? So the book is stories about my life, stories about clients that I've had so that there can be some inspiration as to why would we want to do this? Well, it's because we go from feeling broken and alone and crazy to feeling sane and centered and ready to do our purpose and able to feel our intuition. Because when the more letting go of this pain and suffering we do, the more reception of light we are able to have. And then we can listen to our intuition. So the book is, the first part of it is philosophy, it's stories. The whole second part is exactly how to do this step by step. So that Mm -hmm. you can do it by yourself. You can do it with a peer, like a peer-to-peer thing. Or you can take it to your therapist and say, I really want to learn how to do this. Will you do it with me? Or of course, you can read it and then come to me and we can work together. You don't have to read it first before working with me, because clearly I did a lot of it before the book even was around. If you do work with me or you do one of my courses, to read the book or listen to the book, it's on audio, to remind yourself of this new way of thinking, because we do need to hear it more than once. We need reminders, Mm, right? We need to help each other out with the reminders. Absolutely. So how can our listeners get connected with you and find out about your book and all the amazing things that you're doing? I have a platform now that is called clearpathtopeaceacademy.com. And that's where my courses are. So if you're interested in courses about the forgiveness model and about also recovery from addiction using this forgiveness model, That's the place to go. There is a free download on there too, so to get you started. So that's clearpathtopeaceacademy.com. If you want to connect with me, you want to know more about what I'm up to and and the book and the, the writing, I have some poetry on there just to connect with me and what I'm about more, then you can go to www.anahalub.com. So that's A-N-A-H-O-L-U-B.com. That's Be Like Brother. So that's a place also to connect with me. I'm also on social media. Um, I'm on Facebook, Anahalab Forgiveness. So I try to be very, very easy to find. And I also have free downloads to get you started. And I'm available for one-on-one sessions as well. Awesome. So what's next for you? Well, what's next for me is there's a couple things I'm working on. One is my next course, which is about ancestral healing. So it's taking this forgiveness work into past history, not only of our personal self, but of our family and into the cultures that our family came from and releasing some of the traumas from way, way back that are still in our our system. You know, and that releases not only for ourselves, but our children and our grandchildren as well, and honors our ancestors. So 
I took an ancestral healing journey of my own last year to Czech Republic and Poland, which is where my people are from, and Ukraine, and um, had some some very, very deep, deep experiences. So I'm writing about that, and I'll, I'll make a short, simple course for people to kind of tune in to what, what would this be for you if you wanted to do this? Not that you need to go to the place on the planet. You might, you might not. But even to just begin working with this within yourself. So that's one thing. The other thing is that I have a piece of land in Mount Shasta, California. And I am going to be building a a small temple space there for for women's healing. Oh, I love that. That's pretty awesome. Okay, so final question for you. What's the best advice that you can share with women in leadership positions? Because a lot of women have regrets. A lot of women feel guilt about things they've done or haven't done. A lot of women feel like they're just not enough, whatever the reason is. So what do you say to them? They, I mean, some of them have these huge positions and they're still struggling internally. Yes. And I, I want to normalize struggling internally. And, and, and you mentioned that as well, that even when we have positions of power or positions of respect, we've done a lot of work to get places, we're still human beings and we still have these tender areas of our heart and our mind. So one of the things I would suggest for all of us is to slow down. Mm. We have to slow down in order to be able to tune in past the chattering of our mind. So learning some form of meditation, whatever form works for you, some kind of simple breathing exercises and ways in which we wake up in the morning, we have a morning practice. And it can be five minutes to start. Mine is about a half an hour. Some people's is much longer. So just finding something that works where we slow down, we tune in, we make a prayer or an intention that we have a connection to life itself. And we really commit our lives to this. Life will guide us. We have to be willing to sit still in order to receive the guidance that will come. Yeah, slow down to speed up. Slow down to be present, yeah, and yes, to get yeah. the messages that are are bigger than just a personal individual mind. There is a great mind of life itself. Mm-hmm. That's what I we agree. Want to tune into, and that's where if we commit that, that's where our decisions come from. Then we will have a whole different quality of life. Love it, love it. Well, Anna, I want to thank you so much for sharing the mic with me. You have such tremendous information that you can share and that you can guide people. And I look forward to creating adventures together. Thank you, Judy. I'd love to connect with you again anytime. Thank you. And I want to leave everyone with this quote by Oprah Winfrey. Create the highest, grandest vision possible for your life because you become what you believe. I thank you all for listening to our discussion where we share some extraordinary guests, some ideas for your business and ways to stand out as the amazing women that you are. And make sure you stay connected with us. And remember, women want to be treated equally, not identically. Until next time, this is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.